Okay, guys, listen up. Seltzer is all the rage these days, and now there's even hard seltzer. Speaking of which, have you tried Bud Light Seltzer? so good. It's seltzer with a hint of fruit flavor. And get this, it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, and less than one gram of sugar. Plus, it's gluten-free. It's perfect for when my friends are bugging me to have a drink with them, and I don't want hard alcohol. I can just have my Bud Light seltzer. Thank you very much. I'm obsessed with the black cherry, but it also comes in strawberry, lemon lime, and mango. I mean, make that sound better. I bet you want to try them all right now, right? This is making me extremely thirsty. Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. You're listening to The Jillian Michaels Show. Yes, yes, Jillian, I'm always ready for you. Do you you have anything to say? About which? I don't know. I've decided I don't like you this year. Okay. You know why? Because you seem to be having a good year, which makes me really hate you. Uh-oh. <laughs> why? Because you're the only one I know. You're the only one I know. Literally, like, we go to this one restaurant where we always sit at the bar. We've talked about this nonstop. It's like, and the bartender who's lovely that we always deal his his wife's dealing with breast cancer. Mm. I go to the mas- little Thai massage place, right? And they're, And my little massage person is getting a divorce. From her bipolar husband. Like, just everywhere you go, there's a story. You yeah. know? I mean, I th- and, like, I do thank God that, like, I'm like, all right. You know, hey, at least, at least I, like, I'm fortunate enough. Like, my fa- at the moment, I have my health. My family has their health. But it's just been, it's been one of the, God, oh, my God. But you know what I think is interesting? I th- Make it stop. <laughs> but for some reason, I think that there's always been, I just think people are more open now. Like, I think there's always been... Stuff in people's lives, right? Jesus, I don't but, but, know. This is a bad year. No, but I, I well, I find myself looking at like other generate. Go ahead, Jake. It's I, definitely a trend more and more for people to just use the open forum known as Facebook as, oh my God, did you hear what happened to me now? Wah. Well, like, it, but, but but even just even just sharing person, their stories. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So maybe it's it social feels media. Like, do you think it is? I, I did have so. a theory about that because like one of the... You know, again, like Heidi and I just have such different opinions about raising the kids. And everything, everything, look at me, 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 look at me. And I get it. I know kids do that. But at some point, I feel like you kind of got to be like, you know, I can only watch you do that flip on the trampoline 1,579 times. Yeah. yeah, At some point, you kind of got to do it just because you're enjoying it, not because I'm looking at you. And I, I find oh, that interesting. it's so it's so interesting because my generation, we're children of the baby boomers, but so many millennials are also children of the baby boomers. They're their second kids. And it, it's like, yeah, Nicole is, my brother is, my sister is, Jake. Oh, you're not your second kid, but your dad, like, how old he, is Paul? He's Paul? 60, so... Yeah. Okay, he's 60. My mom is 66. You and I are 20 years apart. They, yeah, he had me late. Okay, right? So we're, we we have, ironically, how old are you, honey? 23? Four. 24. I'm 42. Jake and I are 18 years apart, and our parents are almost the exact same age. How crazy is that? I think my mom's like a few months older than you, and 
Or not older than you. Seriously. My mom is a few months older than your mom. Than my mom. Your mom's older than my mom? I think a few months older, yeah. Okay. So we've got the same parents who had us at vastly different times in their lives, right? So the boomers in their early 20s, which is what my generation, when our parents had us, were partying and wasted. It was the ice storm. It was the freaking... Then, like, not my mom, but my dad, right? Now, then they, they, they're, now they have their kids in their 40s <laughs> instead of their 20s. Right. And they do have more time to look at you, look at you, look at you, look at you. And it's not like, oh, maybe we shouldn't send them out into the streets with no X, Y, or Z. And it becomes the polar opposite. And I find that social media, that's what the selfie is. Because the other day I was like, what happens? I was literally having this conversation with Heidi. And I'm like, what happens, Heidi, when they get older and the world isn't looking and doesn't care? And you know what they do? They post on Facebook and Snapchat. Hey, 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 look at me. Here's me at the gym. Here's me in the car. Here's me in bed. Look at me. 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 That's what that is. It's look at me. It's the look at me that they never grew out of. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. And it's also like, how many comments did I get? How many likes did I get? How much response oh, did I get? Am I validated? I'm like, this is a dangerous game. This look at me crap. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. dangerous. And in addition, we're we're setting our kids up because, oh my God, dude, the other day I, ugh. so Heidi again is like the mar. She's the consummate martyr mother. Do you know? It's like, and I can't break her of it. It's like. I'll, you know, I would lay down on a sword for my kids. Like, who cares what I want? If they have a skateboarding lesson in Venice that takes me an hour and a half to get to and an hour and a half to get home from the middle of the day, I will do it because I'm, you know, super mommy. That's her. Whereas I'm the one that's like, I learned to skateboard in a cul-de-sac. Why do they need to go skateboard in Venice with a skate pro for 80 bucks an hour that takes you three hours to get there and back home? Not including the lesson. Like, are you serious? But that's what she'll do for them. She'll do it. But what's interesting is that Heidi wasn't raised that way. Which is why she's doing it. Because her her childhood was so to the opposite extreme. She's fulfilling every need. Every feeling that was never indulged. Every need that was never indulged. And it's like, so, so now, by the way, she takes our kids to the skateboarding lesson, right? And Phoenix goes first this time. And Lou, my sweet angel, has, uh, she doesn't, she does not tantrum. She never tantrums. She pouts. Phoenix tantrums, Lou pouts and sulks. Because she's passive aggressive, he's aggressive, right? She's more like Heidi, he's more like me. He's okay. downright, like, tantrum, 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 Lou will sulk and pout. So she starts sulking and pouting. And she's like, it's not fair. He goes first. Then she gets homework, comes home. It's not fair. I have homework. Like everything where the world is not, you know, hold on. Let me wax your rear end for you. Wipe your butt. And like everything perfect now is starting to become upsetting. And Heidi and I have this fight and I'm like, and I'm like, listen to me. This is not good. This is no good. And I, I literally looked at Lou and I'm like, here's what we're going to do. Are you ready? I'm like, I'm going to validate your feelings that it's disappointing when the world is in a perfect place. It sucks. I deal with it all the time. And so does everybody else. But that's the point, Lou. This is life. 
She's like, I'm allowed to be angry. I'm like, you are allowed to be angry about it, but let me reframe the situation for you, okay? Here we go. If you spend your entire life being angry about things that don't go your way, it's going to be a really shitty journey for you. On the other hand, we could reframe the situation as follows. A, you have a skate lesson in Venice Beach, the most iconic skating bowl in the world with a skate pro. But but she can't get that. Watch it. Want to watch her get it? It's gone. Get it now. Now do you appreciate it? Bye-bye, skate lessons. But but for but, two weeks, no skate lessons. But how does she? How do? How does Lou know this is an eighty dollar no thing compared to a guy that? But here's what she should be able to see. Or gal. Here's sorry. what I expect her to be able to see. Instead of being like, "Wah, I didn't go first, I expect her to be able to go. I'm so excited to be at my skate lesson with my teacher, who I love, at the coolest place in the world where I have a ton of fun. I'm so jealous of my brother all the time because they have crazy sibling rivalry. This is the half hour that I get to spend with mommy with no Phoenix, whoopee, until it's my turn for my lesson. And instead of being like, yes, skateboarding lesson, it's this didn't, I didn't win this one. Wah. Yeah. And I, I was like, this is, I, I'm like, babe, this is no good. This is no good. What does this look like when she grows up and... The world doesn't go her way. Everything is a letdown. Everything is a disappointment. I took it. Took the skating lessons. I'm like, they're gone. Gonzo. Done. Two weeks. Let me know if you miss them. I was to karate too. I'm like, karate's gone. Skating is gone. I'm like, the horse has to be ridden her pony. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you have to ride Joey. It's not fair to Joey. We're riding Joey. I'm like, but, you know, it's gone. So what do you, uh, what do you do then? What I mean, what do you and what do people do when your parenting ideals are so polar opposite? Oh my God, I mean, that's a problem. It has been huge. It has been the we never fought about anything. I mean, nothing. We were perfectly paired because we're so different that it actually works really well. But then when the kids came along, I honest to God, I had because all your childhood stuff all of a sudden yeah. comes out. Yeah. And there was no way to know. We agreed before kids that we were going to do X, Y, and Z. But after she had them, it was like... It was like Smeagol with the ring. You remember that movie? <laughs> like, she's like that with them. And, I, and I'm like, honey, this is wonderful. They're going to have a great... They feel loved and they've got a great sense of self-worth. But at the end of the day... This is not good. Like, they do get, like, I heard, oh, my God. they. It's like, it just, and the nanny, who who is so sweet, right? And we had the nanny for when they weren't in school, and then Lou got so attached to the nanny, and so did Phoenix, and I was like, oh, God, we don't need this nanny. And Heidi didn't even want the nanny anymore. I got the nanny so Heidi could spend more time helping me, but Heidi, doesn't, Heidi wants to deal with it, right? Anyway, to make a long story short, I'm like, the nanny plays with them she doesn't get the lunches ready she doesn't deal with anything like guess who ends up doing all that me and she plays with them and for years i'm like i don't want her to go and play with them all the time yeah because then they're again it's like entertain me entertain me entertain me entertain me entertain me look at 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 me instead of them being forced to like entertain themselves self-soothe so so we're not gonna have the nanny anymore and this is you know, this is going to be a whole new world. But even the weekends, I'm like, babe, 
when I was a kid, it was like, this is what we're doing. Because Lou will look at you and she'll be like, I don't want to go to the farmer's market. And she's not, she's a good, good kid. Don't get me wrong. But she's six. So, you know, she'll be like, I don't want to go to the farmer's market. I don't want to go to the, you know, we'll go to the animal shelter and like feed the dogs treats and stuff. And she's like, I don't want to go to the animal shelter. I don't want to. And, and I told Heidi, I'm like, guess, you know, and finally Heidi is like, okay, okay. She's starting to see it. And I, you know, like the homework fit about the home, not a fit because she doesn't have a fit. Pout, pout, sulk, sulk, pout, right? First grade. And she's like, it's not fair. And I, I go, I go, I'm sorry, what? She's like, it's not fair. And I go, did every other kid in class get homework? And she goes, yeah. And I go, then it's perfectly effing fair. It's totally fair. You all got homework. Well, I don't want to do it. I don't like it. I'm like, you know what, dude? Guess what? I do a lot of things I don't want to do in order to afford the things I do want to do. I'm like, do you, you know, but it's like, it's a process of, of like her thinking that, you know, He's the same way. He's just young and can't articulate it. You know, Mm -hmm. he'll tantrum if you tell him no. She'll pout. And I I just can't with the new age parenting of like no discipline, no this, no that. Like kids make decisions. They're children. They shouldn't be making these decisions. You know, it's crazy. I read an interesting thing about a couple who actually signed a prenuptial about co-parenting. How, so they, what did it say? Well, it just it was it was just a deal they made out, and I w- I should have brought it with me, but it's just it's kind of making a deal before you have your kids. This is this is the plan, and I, and how do change I, the plan, man? But I'm wondering if there is. I, wow. I hate to think that we have to make that 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 is the way of the world that it's all under contract, but maybe it is. Oh my god! Like it it, it will you know? Well, she's starting to see the problems, so now she's starting to go okay, okay, okay. Because she's like, okay, I'm seeing it, you know? Like, she's seeing that instead of being elated for this incredible privilege, there's upset because 1% of the 100% of the privilege isn't going the way you want it to. You know? And I'm like, this is no, this is not, like, how will anything ever be special or awesome? Look at this. Look at this. And, like, I'm telling you, dude, I was talking to my publisher the other day. About, um, you know, they're like, oh, we're getting into the kid book department and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, kids are making decisions in the family now. I go, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, like what car the family gets. No, I mean, they're oh, just, no, they're just mean. For, that- no, no. Uh-uh. And literally, Heidi will be like, where do you guys want to go to dinner? Where do you guys want to sit, inside or outside? And I just, you know, you get to a point where you yeah. can't fight anymore. So I just roll with it. You know, you're like, okay, you know, you're the good soldier, right? You're like, you get into this whole martyr parent thing and you're like, all right. And then you get guilted because one parent's a martyr and you're not a martyr. Then you feel guilty. So you start like, uh, you start to, and now I'm like, uh-uh, I want to go here. That's where we're going because I'm the adult and I'm paying for dinner. And sure, I mean, yes, of course, like, you know, I'll let the, it's like, hey, guys. No, Jill, you don't need to explain that. We get it. We get it. Come on. Yeah, we get it. And then, by the way, they start fighting because one wants to be inside and one wants to be outside. And I'm like, if we just made this our decision, we'd never be in this position. Yeah. But it's yeah. like you give them too much control and then you know what? They become anxious. They because get anxiety. they don't know how because they can't make the decision. Well, not only can they not make the decision, they panic because deep down they know that at four they should not be in control. Mm. 
It's the boundary thing. I don't know if you ever heard about that study where kids on a playground um, that have fences go and roam freely. The ones where the playground isn't fenced in, it's just wide open, they hang out by their parents. They need they need boundaries. No, I've never heard that, but it's an interesting. Famous, it's famous, really famous study that they did. Like they need to feel contained. They need boundaries. A four year old should not be like, "Holy shit, I'm in control. Yeah. I'm pulling all the strings." Yeah. How do we get into this? I don't even remember. The good soldier. Oh God, I'm done with it. And all it does is make you miserable. It really does. Because seriously, like you go into your weekends and you're like, "Oh my God, let me brace myself." Yeah. You know, because it's like, not because I don't love my kids, but you're like, I honestly don't, it's like to to do two days of da 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 you know, it's exhausting. It's like, let me take you to breakfast where you want to go and get your pancakes just the way you need them. Then we'll go to the park for hours. You can play and I'll just sit there even though I need to hit the market, do the groceries, clean the house, take care of the dog. You know, it's like, and then I'm just like, oh my God, I have so much to do. Oh my God, I have so much to take care of. Whereas like, my mom would be like, we got to go grocery shopping for the, you know, it's like, yeah. go grocery shopping for the weekend, like. We got to do X, Y, and Z. We got to walk the dogs. We got to this. We got to that. We got to prepare for the week. I got to do the bills. You guys go outside and play by yourselves while I do the bills. It's nuts, mama. I'm changing it. I say no more. Enough of this. I'm going to write that down today. Yeah. You know what? <sighs> Our lives are so different, you and me. Trade you. <laughs> There's so many paths to finding your family story, but whether you're tracing them generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with Ancestry DNA, it's easy to get started with Ancestry. Ancestry DNA can tell you your ethnic origins and give you historical details to bring your family stories to life. And it doesn't just tell you what countries you're from, it can also pinpoint the specific regions. I was pretty sure I knew where my grandparents were from, and now that I've confirmed it with an Ancestry DNA test, I want to see how many generations back I can go. It was super easy to do. I got my kit, sent in my saliva sample, and they sent me my results. Give it a try. Start exploring your family story today. Simply head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash Jillian to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's an Ancestry DNA kit and a free trial at Ancestry.com slash Jillian. One more time, guys. It's Ancestry.com slash Jillian. Okay, babes, listen up. You can stop worrying that coloring your hair might damage it because Madison Reed's at-home hair color is made with ingredients you can feel good about. That means no more ammonia, no more parabens, phthalates, and no PPD, SLS, or gluten. Madison Reed hair color is infused with argon oil, keratin, and ginseng root extract so you get shiny, healthy-looking hair right at home. And Madison Reed makes it easy to find your perfect shade with their online color quiz. And what's really cool is you can actually try on the different shades with their hair color tool to see how you'll look and find your favorite. Get ammonia-free, multi-tonal hair color delivered to your door for less than $25 at madison-reed.com. And use my promo code Jillian and you'll get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. 
Again, my promo code is Jillian. Visit madison-reed.com now to find your perfect shade. That's madison-reed.com. I came across this article um, about 20 things you should throw away for your health. I'm not going to do all 20 things. But I realized, like, people just hold on to stuff. And you really shouldn't. Yeah, no. It's bad for your health. Okay. And they're all over the gamut, like, um, you know, like old plastic containers. But the, the reason is because they leach more of the chemicals, like BPA and all that crap. Yep. Which, by the way, I mean, in truth, I, I'm going to read this. I'm going to do this one, but I'm going to weigh in with my own feedback. Like, try not to use the plastic containers to begin with. You know, glass, ceramic, yeah. much healthier. Uh, but like, yeah, you know, and they, God forbid, do not heat things in plastic. In the plastic, but yeah. yeah. Big no. Yeah. It was a huge fight I used to have with um, this product on Biggest Loser that you would cook in plastic. What was it? And, you know, they would always like, oh, you have to do these integrations. It's part of your contract. And I would never, you know, the, it would always be products that, like, I would <laughs> never get behind. And I'd be like, I'm not doing it. And there was one that you nuked in. Pl- it was like plastic veg- vegetables in plastic. Oh, it was like a steamer thing. Something. And I was like, I'm not doing it. And they're like, oh, it's a toxic free plastic. I'm like, do I have idiot tattooed on my forehead? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, ugh, yeah, don't don't microwave in plastic. Try not to store your food in plastic. Yes, you can get certain plastics that are safer. I've written about it in my books, like which code it should have on the bottom, like BPA-free and yep. all of that. But you certainly don't want to reuse plastic. That's why you don't reuse a plastic water bottle. Like, you can't always bring along your little canteen, and there are times you're going to be out in the world and need to buy a water. Um, and that's just the reality of life. But you don't reuse the bottle. You recycle it. Yep. You don't want to reuse plastic. Um, and then they get into things like antibacterial soap because there's like chemicals in it that kill bacteria bad for you and air fresheners are toxic and all that. But the one thing I really wanted to focus on here, which I thought was kind of interesting because this it kind of runs all over the place, but it's about keeping things too long. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I want to emphasize. So like worn out running shoes. Yeah. And do ab- real damage to your body. Absolutely. And the shoes, you lose the cushion and stuff. So... And you might be going, well, what about those barefoot shoes? Like, you have to adapt to use those. You have to use them, like, in these little increments until your body evolves. And even then, I'm still not sold on them, even though I have people that tell me, if you follow the protocol of, like, okay, five minutes a day, and then X minutes a day, and then this and that, whatever, but... Give them to souls for souls. They send, you know, they send old shoes to people in third world countries. And, and if you're going, well, why not? If it's not good enough for us, why is it good enough for them? I'm, they're not running it. You know, they're living in it. They need shoes. It's better than being barefoot. But if you're an active runner or an athlete, like you got to get rid of the old shoes. But people, and that's what people say. Oh, the tops are still okay. And the bottoms still have grip, but it's the, ins- it's, yeah. the it's the composition uh-uh. inside. If you're a runner, the, the golden rule is like... If a runner does like 30, I don't even come close to this, 30 miles a week. Yeah. You 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 want to get rid of them after 300 miles. Okay. I do like 12 miles a week. <laughs> if that, sometimes nine. So I got a little more time on my shoes. You got but you know, more a little time. more time. But if you're doing a lot of cross training and jumping, et cetera, like get rid of it. Another one is like old toothbrushes. Oh my oh God. My God, dude, change it. Toss it. It's bad for you. They say the rule is every time, well, although I get my teeth cleaned like three, four times a year, I do it more often. Just yeah, look I at like those chompers f- on you. I got chompers. But look at those say, every time you get your teeth cleaned, you should change a toothbrush. 
They really? Give, they least. give you a free one, usually. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I have the uh, Sonicare one. Yeah, I have that too, but yeah. did you, ch- you I changed the, the little head. thingamadoodle yeah. on there. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it, first of all, it like it, it's dirty, but, you know, second of all, when it's frayed, you're oh, yeah, not able to no. do a good job cleaning your teeth. It doesn't clean as well. Um, another one is like leftovers in the fridge. Oh my God, this is like my number one fight with Heidi. I'm Stuff. Like, too I'm long. Like, baby, it's going to walk out. <laughs> Seriously. It has to grow a, a wig for me to literally. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. I'm like, come on. And it, it's like, it's it just gives you, you can get, because a lot of times, you know, the bacteria of in and out of the fridge and, you know, if you, God forbid, you double dipped or you this or you that or you took off, you know, it's like, get, no. But isn't it amazing how it's like that container of food. It's like, why do we risk food poison it's so bizarre and, and people go oh no it's in the refrigerator it's that's not true it can, yeah. bacteria can grow in the fr- look at mold absolutely come on think no and I, oh you know compost it absolutely you know give it to your dog get rid of it old mascara and this one was interesting because you can get it's it's constantly lifting germs off your lashes but then you put it back in the makeup i remember years ago tyra banks did a thing about the sh- stuff that was growing in her makeup it was yeah, so nasty. Mascara is a bad one. Well, especially yeah, because it goes back in that tube of gook, and it can give you like all kinds of eye infections. Yeah. And speaking of old contact lenses, same thing, man. Get rid of them. It says um, this one doctor, Doctor Steinemann, apparently says you should replace them every three months. I switched to the dailies. Oh, did you? Yep. So every day I change them, and it makes it made a big difference. She says, even if you care for your lenses fastidiously, a grimy biofilm builds up on the surface. That's a magnet for dirt and germs. And if you swim, that's why I'm. That, that's why because if you swim all the time, and use your contacts, which I do, and you uh, you gotta get the bacteria from the pool in your eyeball. Ooh, I'm telling you, Yakko. Mm-hmm. Same thing for lip gloss. Oh, and this is another big one: air filters. Have in, you ever thought what? about that? Like you're on your air conditioning, you gotta change that stuff. Super know. bad, really not good. And I, I've written all about this, but get a um, uh, we got an air purifier, one of those HEPA air HEPA. filtered. Yeah, I wrote all about it, especially in the pregnancy book. Put one in your kid's nursery. The air quality indoors is worse than the air quality outdoors because of all the off gassing. So like the, of of the toxins in the paint, the carpet, the vinyl, the... And the off-gassing from those leftovers in your fridge. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would have been a good note to end on. I'll see if we can end on it. Stretched out bras. The kitchen sponge. Stretched out bras. That's a good... You know what? That's that's a great tip. You what? you sometimes wear stretched out bras. I've seen them. I do not. What's that's that? A, that's a... Sports bra? Kind of, yeah. It's you not a stretched out this, bra. This, by the way, outfit is not bad today. It's not what my stretched you. Well, it's a black hat, a black shirt, like navy-ish or like more like a royal blue pants and then black shoes. So it's blue and black with little mm-hmm. hints of white, which is great. Because what you would normally do is wear like turquoise, navy, <laughs> I know, I like and royal. To, I like to mix my blues. But this is good. So, Wait. yeah. And the kitchen sponge, dude. Wow. Oh, yeah. The, the kitchen sponge. Huge. Put that sucker in the microwave. We wet it down and stick it in there for two minutes. Just make sure it doesn't start fire. You gotta watch it. I throw, throw sponges are cheap, man. And then we get it. Yeah, but especially it. it says when you use a sponge to clean meat juices and things like that. Gotta be really careful. Ooh, meat juice. Okay. Meat juice. Okay. Now, dude, I got food poisoning off of a freaking burger. Woof. 
I will say that in all my attempts to, to go vegan, this has been the most powerful one. <laughs> when when was this? I'm not vegan. I still eat I still eat cheese and some seafood. Oh my god, man! It was uh, a month ago. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe. Ugh, ugh. Yeah, you were gonna go to a raw premiere. burger, and I knew it. I took. What do you a... mean you had raw burger? <sighs> I'm gonna get blackballed. So. Don't there... say the name of the place. I'm gonna get kicked out. I'm telling you right now. And it's like, it was really... Wait, that burger that you made me have? Yes, Jake! I oh, went no. back and I got it again. And I took a bite of it and it was like raw inside. Oh, and especially no. with ground meat, you've got to be so ground meat, you careful. It it's got to be well done. Yeah. Because all that ground meat has already been exposed to the air. Whereas the inside of a steak has not. Just in there. you got to be got to be well done. So I took a bite and I was like... I took another bite and I was like, no... And I was like kind of grossed out by it. And I don't like my meat raw to begin with. I like my meat yeah. well, well done. So to make a long story short, I wake up the next morning. I'm like, oh, no. And I mean, it was like 24 hours of extraordinary unhappiness. But I did get to skip another horrible kids movie. <laughs> Okay, we're back, and all the way from Connecticut. Oh, I can't even say the word. Connecticut. 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 <laughs> Connecticut. Oh dear, Manus. I know. I try. Don't forget, I'm I'm a Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jillian, this is Brenda. Brenda, you're on with Jillian. Hey, Brenda. How Hi. are you, bud? Hi, Jillian. How are you? I'm good, thank you. What's going on? So I was just curious how the glycemic index factors into calories in, calories out. Um, Ah. I run 70 miles a week. Whoa! Um, and I then I power walk another 30, so I get 100 miles in every week. Um, um, what? How, yeah, so, but uh, I'm a little bit of a sugar junkie. Um, well, love Pepsi and milk duds. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm dying at all of this right it's now. Just, her I feel face, like I... Brenda, her face what is just the, What? What yeah, so the I feel fuck? Like I, I feel like I... I feel like I take the Pepsi plunge and then have a milk dud meltdown at night. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, where to begin here? Uh, why? Holy shit! Why are you running so much? Like, you, um, like you, you, that's I a, like to like exercise is my stress relief. Um, so but, I do software delivery for for a living, so it's very very much um, delivery driven. So we have a lot of dates that we have to adhere to, and it's really stressful. So. The way I maintain that stress is I get up at five in the morning, I run for an hour and a half, oh, no. and then I get ready for work and uh. go do my day. I bring workout clothes with me, and then during my lunch break for an hour, I get in another five miles, and then I finish my day, and I just do that every day okay, over and over and over. All right. I think there's more going on here that, that, I, that I'm not going to necessarily address. Um, however, what I will say for your health at the moment you cannot do that. That that that. How old are you? I'm I'm 44. Okay. I'm like five four and a half, and I weigh like 118 pounds. That's just some severe repetitive stress. And oh, you mean uh, yeah, on my joints. And yeah, stuff. mama. Like it's just yeah. that's insane. I, I mean, you don't need. It, it's just you've got to you've got to mix that up. I mean, beyond the fact that I think you're overtraining, and I think there are psychological reasons for why. <laughs> You know, to, to kind of like mitigate what's going on right now, you, you've got to mix that up. You, you have to. 
So, like, I, I would much rather you go, okay, I, you know, I did, like, an intense yoga workout. Then the next day I ran. Then the next day I did, you know, I, I was lifting weights. And then I took a day off and rested my body. I took a bar class. I took a spin class. Like, you know, I get it. But this this extraordinary, like, bang, 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 bang repetition. Like, you just, it's it's very hard on the system. Like, and I... Some people tolerate it better than others, but at the end of the day, you know, there's there's absolutely no exercise physiologist that's going to say to you, like, yeah, 100 miles a week, rock on. Like, I, I appreciate how, how what a feat of fitness that is and what discipline it must take, but it, for your body, like, you, you, you must mix that up. You, you must. You absolutely must. Right in, I, I was doing CrossFit before that, um, so did CrossFit, like, five days a week. Even and that is just is, too much of the same. You know what I mean? Like, how about CrossFit maximum twice a week? I wouldn't say to do yoga five times a week. I wouldn't say to do anything repetitively at all. And remember, you, you're trying to train the body, like, with, with different modalities of fitness. So, you know, this is where, oh, you know, th- th- this is more about explosive, metabolic, um, multifaceted, or I'm sorry, um... Oh, my God, I can't believe it. Multi-joint <laughs> movements, blah, blah, blah. This one's more about the flexibility and and, uh, and and core strength and mobility, right? Mobility is flexibility and strength mm-hmm. together. So it's like this one's more about mobility. This one's more about power. This one's more about endurance. But, but to just the repetitive stress on the body, no bueno, no, no. Think about what, you know, even the best athletes in the world, tennis elbow, Repetitive motion. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how fit you are. Repetitive motion over time is is not good. Mix that up. And then, of course, you're looking for sugar. You're Think about how many calories, you know, how, your body is like, feed, feed me. So, right. you know, and my only thing would be, look, I mean, feed your body. I just would simply say, like, I, I wish that you have sugar, but, like, you don't need all the chemicals in the soda, that I will not say by name because <laughs> I am so tired of being sued. Um, oh God, it's exhausting. It really is. Uh, with that said, like you don't need, you know, the benzene and the artificial color and the artificial flavor. And the, you know, that's extraordinarily nefarious. Like you don't need to worry about the glycemic index. If if you, you know, that, that conversation is about bi- a biochemistry game and what hormones, you know, when, you're, when, you're, when your metabolism, i.e. your hormone balance gets out of whack, uh, the body is, is more prone or more susceptible to disease, uh, certain hormones make yep. us store fat. This is not, you know, you're, this is, diabetes isn't in your future, okay? That's, that's not happening. No. You don't need to worry about that. So the, the the conversation with you is about making if you're sure you're psycho and do something different. Yeah, honey. Yeah, and, and and try to you know when you when you consume sugar, which is fine, you need it. You know for your extreme level of fit, you need the sugar. Um, but you the you you know try to make it chemical free. So my two pieces of advice for you are you you got to mix that shit up big time, way more pickle than pickleball. Brenda, have you heard of pickleball? Why are you on that? That was like a year, no, a year ago, my pickleball my, episode. My problem is, like, when I go after something, I'm excessive with it. So, like, even with the CrossFit, right, I had to lift more, lift more, lift more. And I literally started growing out of my clothes. And I was like, okay, I don't kind of want to do that. 
So then I go yeah. with, you know, the running and stuff, and it's how do I outdo myself? How do I outdo myself? How do I outdo myself? you got to so pick personal like bests, though, honey, that are safer. So, like, what I try to tell people yeah. that get into that game, which is a psychological game, I'm telling you there's yeah. something else going on. But, yeah. you know, what I try to do to keep them safe while they work these demons out is I, I'll say, like, hey, perfect your perfect your 10K. You know, don't don't yeah. keep running these marathons. It's too hard yeah. on the body. Perfect the 10K. Work on a yoga pose that you aspire to get to. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can mm-hmm. you, what can you do that is not going to create, you know, repetitive stress or, or you know, or, or, or will diminish your chances of injury? Um, you know, my, I have issues with CrossFit, but not all CrossFit. Like, I, I think Kelly Starrett is brilliant, but the guy is, you know, he's taken all this science and applied it to CrossFit. He wasn't naturally mm-hmm. a CrossFitter. He's a mobility, mm-hmm. you know, the mobility guy, obviously, and he has a million, not a million, but he has got tremendous credentials in the space, you know, so that's that's one thing. If you're doing CrossFit with a guy like Kelly Starrett, awesome. If not, you know, no more than twice a week. And it's this, and mm-hmm. why? Because it's like the same 20 exercises over and over and over. It's repetitive stress and extreme intensity. And it's, oh, you. You're like, what do I do with her? <laughs> mix it, Mix it up, kid. And and get the chemicals out of your food, and that's a start. Okay, okay great. This yeah. has been awesome. Thank you so much, Jill. Love you, love you, love you. Oh, thank you. Love you, too. I love you. <laughs> thank you, Brenda. Thanks, buddy. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. 100 miles a week. Are those those are real miles, like actual miles? Yeah. Oh, what yeah, kind girl. of miles are there? Uh, you know, like ant miles or something, like mini, mini miles. Are you stoned? <laughs> Ooh, man. Do you have anything? <laughs> well, if I thought you said uh, What's happening with the hair? What are you going for? Man, it's, why can we not do a haircut? What about color? I don't want to do it. I don't want to do that. Why? Because the last time, the last time you made me look like a um, uh, house of cards. No, no, yes. it wasn't house of cards. You made me look like a, a studious, no. uh, a sturdy, studious lesbian. Well, I am no. a, I am a lesbian, but I'm don't classify myself. As Please don't sturdy. say lesbian. Why? Ugh, disgusting. It's the worst word. It's like moist. No, Ugh. it's way better than moist. No, it's not. Okay, it's what not. okay, what would you like to be called then? Just say homo. <clears throat> these are thirty three oh. questions that were asked at Apple job interviews. Oh, and some and of oh yeah. Um one of them was describe a humbling experience. Oh, failure. Constantly oh, okay. failing all the time. Next. Okay. Nicole, what's yours? Uh oh uh what? a humbling experience. Oh, I run into doors a lot. Wow. <laughs> Actually, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, what? What was your best day in the Mine last? Mine was like massive public failures, and hers is running into a fucking door. Okay. okay. What was your best day in the last four years? I <sighs> uh, see. I found that. See, some of these are like really. I haven't like, had a good day in years. Oh, Jillian, come on. No. Your mm-hmm. best day in the last four years, and then they also say, "What was your worst?" 
Oh, there have been so many. Oh, God. You are so negative, Nelly. This, no, dude, days. I'm telling you, it's been like a really okay. rough, like... Then think about a bass. Think about a bass. Well, the kids are... The kids came four and a half years ago, so that doesn't count. Because I would say the day that, it, that we brought Lou home. I know, that was a good Because that was you. a challenge from hell. I mean, like, holy mother. I went to a gourmet hot dog stand, and I was really happy. That's your best experience in four years? Yeah. Uh, maybe <sighs> India. Okay. I'd give an India one. Um, um, and the worst experience? Oh my God, there have been, honestly, there have been so many. I would say the worst thing in four years is just bull- baloney, litigious, blackmail, bribery crap. Okay. Nicole? Well, this one. I would say feeling completely helpless at work and like, like you're completely stuck. Like the first time in my life, I felt like there was nothing I could do about the situation I was in. Oh, be that, feeling helpless is pretty tough. Is that, is that, are you trying to sneeze on me? It's before I started working. Are you creative? I'm What's rude. something creative you can think of? I'm creative. Okay, I'm what's creative. something creative you can think of? I like to write a lot. And I have two books I want to write that have nothing to do with my profession. And I'm not going to give them away because they're so good. And I'm going to write them under a pen name because everybody always wants to like keep you in your lane. So when they turn around and tell me like what I can't do, my name's going to be totally different. And you'll never know it's me. And then when it's a huge success, then I'm going to be like, it's me, motherfuckers. Wow. Describe an interesting problem and how you'd solve it. Racism. Okay. Keep exposing people to other people. I would make yeah. I would make people who feared other kinds of people, I'd put them on the same team and put them in close proximity. Mm. But that's old that's a no, known, but it's, known solution. No, but it's good though. Okay. Okay. Racism. Uh dis- and bigotry. Okay. Describe yourself and what excites you. Awesome. And awesomeness. Okay. I like this. This is fun. I would get this job. Nicole? Oh. Drunk. Boo. That's, that's good. Okay, listen yeah. to this. Okay. There are three boxes. Okay, okay, okay. One contains only apples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schrodinger's One. cat. It's what? dead. It's the cat's dead. We're not playing Schrodinger's cat. We're playing apples in boxes. Who's showing your cat? Schrodinger. <laughs> he is a physicist or a philosopher. I forget which. Both start with a P. Physicist. One box contains only apples. There's three boxes. One apples, one contains only oranges, mm-hmm. and one contains both apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. The boxes have been incorrectly labeled, mm. such that no label identifies the actual contents of the box it labels. What's what a trick in there somewhere? Dead. Oh. The cat's dead. Opening just one box, and without looking in the box, you take out one piece of fruit. By looking at the fruit, how can you immediately label all of the boxes correctly? Oh, because you don't know which is the one with the apple, which is the one with the orange, and which is the one with the apples and the oranges. Well, you know that there's you only have... two choices, right? Three. Apples, well, oranges, apples and oranges. Apples and oranges. So if you reach in and pull out an apple. It's either a box of apples or the mixed box. Or the mixed box. So how can you correctly label it if you just pull out an yeah, apple? Yeah, but you can't. It's one of two. Well, there's no answer. We went down this rabbit hole, and now you don't even have an answer. You can't do that if you don't have the answer. Well, I you know d- what the answer is to Schrodinger's cat? It's dead and alive, Janice. There's an answer. and It's, it's both, Janice. It's both. and Until when- the wave and the particle collapse, and you observe it in the observable universe, and then it takes on a distinctive state. In which you've killed it. 
Are you sure you're not eating that stuff that Jake's, that candy that Jake made? And, okay, yeah. okay, hold on, hold on. I found the answer. All oh, right. Oh, what do you I, mean? Really? I Thanks found the for answer. nothing, Janice. <laughs> well, I oh, just, my God. You didn't even pull the answer. No, I you didn't. Just pulled the it comes question. in two scenarios. Okay, the first one. Yeah. You pick a fruit from box one. Uh-huh. If you pick an orange, yeah. box one's real label can only be O or A plus O. So it's either oranges yes. or apples. Oranges or oranges right. and apples. Right. So if got box- that, and then Janice shit the bed and didn't do the rest of the thing. So if box one's current label is oranges, oh. since all the labels are incorrect, box one's real label cannot be oranges. So box oh, one's Oh, you didn't label- tell me they were labeled. Yes, they're she did. labeled. No, she. Yeah, didn't. but she said they're she all said labeled. There's no right label. She didn't say it currently has the label. No, it's saying they're I all labeled. But why are all... you even? You know what? I would fire you, but then everyone will stop listening again. This is outrageous <laughs> because it's just shit work you're doing here. It is not. I don't do shit work. Look at what this is. You pull this segment, then you read half of a thing, and then there's nothing to it. There's no takeaway. None. Zero. You know what? None. Nicole's giving us the takeaway. The drunk? Hey, I'm sober today for the most part. (laughs) Don't forget, email us your questions with your phone number to jillianpodcast at gmail.com. We want to talk to you.